Look at Look at Look at Look at Look at Look at Will You Listen Hello Welcome to uh, Look at Will You Listen That was a bit gay born wasn't it? Hello. That was very gay born okay. Yes well done. I, you, I had to look up there. I was like, who is in the studio with well, me? Have we hit the big time? Have we got a big name here for our podcast in episode three? This is Look at Will You Listen. I'm Al Don. I'm Neve McManus. Uh, two dopes going through six subjects in around 30 minutes with their opinions and stories thrown in. And bear in mind... Bear in mind that, that we, neither of us know what the other one is going to say. So there were three categories. Current affairs, then arts and culture, and then a wild card. So we do... Hours of research during the week, figure out what we're going to say to surprise, delight and entertain the other person. And hopefully anyone who's listening to will find something of interest in the middle of it all. Do you know what? That is the key. Really, we're just trying to entertain each other. That's it. Yeah, that's literally why we started this, because we didn't see each other during the whole coronavirus pandemic. So we thought, can we get a weekly meeting? (laughs) How can we continue our chats despite a global pandemic? We can make it work. You're welcome to contribute. You can email look at L-O-O-K-I-T at uniquemedia.ie or you can tweet at look at podcast on Twitter. That is the business end out of the way. What have you been doing for the week? Well, I went to Clare. I went on holidays. Oh, you did too. It was great. Yeah? Yes, I had an amazing time. I went swimming. I sat on the beach. We had glorious weather. It was absolutely beautiful. Went to La Scanner. Uh, stayed in La Scanner. Uh, shout out to Vaughan Zankarin One of my favourite places in the world Lovely um, Yeah it was brilliant uh, Ate fish and chips and went swimming That was basically it for four days And it was heaven And we, we have limited amount of time And this is not one of your subjects I presume But just very briefly Yes uh, What's it like staying in the hotel When there's yeah. all these restrictions and stuff uh, First notable thing No buffet breakfast Obviously mm-hmm. And I was just looking forward to that breakfast so much Because they do a sensational breakfast yeah. And I went down and went Oh of course they have no buffet but How do they do the breakfast Well presumably they do breakfast they do breakfast so you sit down at, at your table everyone's very distanced yeah. and you you place a hot order yeah and then they bring it to your table and you just order your full Irish or your poached eggs and toast and they bring it to you so you don't go anywhere you just sit there and mm-hmm. are are brought your hot breakfast You'd miss a bit of muesli, you know. Miss a bit of muesli. <laughs> could you not morning. ask for some muesli as well? I probably could, but I just didn't want to break protocol. You're just trying to I be too polite. <laughs> You're too well brought up. That's your problem. <laughs> Normal people will ask for the muesli as well as anything else they want. And then if you're eating dinner there in the evenings, there are sittings. There's we have got the five thirty or you know the eight o'clock or whatever. Yeah. So you're all distanced, and there are sittings, and you have your allotted time. Could you go into the bar and have a pint? Nobody did. Oh, you could sit outside. They had outdoor tables, benches. Okay. Sit outside, get your pints. But everyone who was there was eating. Yeah. Oh, obviously you have to eat. You have to yes, order to, your food and, and get your. Yes. But it was very, very distanced, and the, you didn't hold your menu. The menu was on the table, and it was a in covered in plastic, a sort of a stand-up thing, and you you sort of read it, and you yeah. don't touch it, and yeah. And the, for the first while, you think you're looking forward to your holiday, and then even the holiday is you're like, oh man. Everything is coronaed, uh, but it was very good. And you just get on board with it, and you this hand sanitizer everywhere. You just wash your hands, stay away from everyone, do your best, eat your fish and chips, and behave yourself. I just looked at my first subject, right? And yes. this this covers it, so we can okay. we can stick kind of with this Excellent. because it is interesting. Like what what are the thing? One of the things here was what are you missing? And I'm missing. I think. Uh, thank you for asking. I'm missing. What are you <laughs> it's missing? It's all about Al? me. You know? Thank you. Um, <laughs> I think I'm missing holidays because oh, yeah. I, I was never somebody who kind of w- went through the week wishing for the weekend mm-hmm. or wishing for Wednesday night because I'm going out or Thursday night because I'm going out. Because every day, because of what we do, it's different and it's enjoyable in work and it's still enjoyable in work. 
I think it's just the boredom of the evenings. Yeah. So now I do kind of look forward to Friday night because I am going to have a beer or, or, or Saturday night I'm going to have a beer and I'm going to have a Chinese whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know because we started doing pizza night which is where we go yeah. to the supermarket and get a pizza and then we cook it and then maybe have a, have a bottle of, I have a bottle of cider you have of a elderflower you have cider, cider. <laughs> I like it You're I like mad. an elderflower cider and that was, that got us through the first three months yeah. you get ridiculously excited about this pizza I, I, I get that it's the days it's the other days yeah. that I think I'm, I'm just getting a bit and you would normally have again we're very lucky here I, I, you know I would normally have a holiday around this time of year yeah. Uh, abroad yes. somewhere nice and sunny where I just do nothing for 10 days or whatever and you get to look forward to that for yeah. 3 months 4 I, months I think that's that's part of, I think that's what I'm it's that's exactly it a punctuation point yeah. and uh, that's what what I couldn't come up with because I'm not as clever as you but you're th- that's, far more intelligent well, you know, but, but, but what are you I missing I understand I'm absolutely missing I think what I'm missing most is being able to plan anything. So being able to have a holiday in the bag in six months' time or know that you're going somewhere or you're doing something. I miss... This is going to sound really weird. I miss the smell of my (laughs) mum. Okay, what are you, a puppy? I miss hugging her. She has, she smells really nice. And it's some primal thing, obviously. It's some pheromonal thing. But at this stage, you I must miss be able to hugging. hug her. No? no, my parents are very strict because they're <clears throat> over 50. Right. <clears throat> so am I. <laughs> well, they're significantly over 50. Okay. Over 50 over they don't 50, listen. Plus a couple of decades. They definitely won't listen. My parents are over 70. Okay. So, <laughs> so they're just... They're taking it very seriously. I haven't gone near them. We go... We eat... We've eaten dinner with them a couple of times outside in the back garden in a very distanced yeah, yeah. way. And they just are determined not to get this thing. So we don't really go near the house. They've taken it very seriously and I can't hug them. Well, maybe they just don't like you and this is their way of saying They've it to you. They've been waiting for decades <laughs> for this excuse. <laughs> Because I just won't leave. Yeah. <laughs> what age is she now? And she still comes up here. Oh, what do we do? I know. We'll tell her we're afraid to get afraid the coronavirus. <laughs> There's never been an excuse to not touch me before. <laughs> That's what my husband says. Um, yeah, but I miss I miss physical contact with people I love. I miss giving my cousins and my friends and my parents a hug. That's what I really, yeah. really miss. Yeah. Planning things and hugs. And just, you know, not just not being not having groundhog day every day. Not going to work in my spare bedroom and then going to bed in my own bedroom and, and that being my commute. May I just say yes. that today you're you're wearing a spectacular summery dress <laughs> <clears throat> I've, I've never seen you and it's like it's it's like a real person's it's dress it's like a real person's dress because I decided that I I have to I have to treat today like an actual day because I mean the leggings like have worked. been <laughs> <laughs> the leggings have been on there's two pairs of leggings that have been basically interchanged since March 13th yeah and so I thought today I'm leaving the house and coming to the studio well, I had better put something on my daughter who who, who uh, works in the, in the same place you do uh, has, has a similar taste I think she's been in her pyjamas since yeah. uh, since March she's working every day don't get me wrong working yes uh, but you know she is obviously she doesn't she doesn't make the effort she was if she was in work listen there's nothing that a blazer over the top of like there's nothing that you oh, can't for the zoom calls for the zoom calls stick a blazer over it yeah. and suddenly you're Anna Wintour yeah she's gonna kill me she's gonna kill me for saying that uh, that's my first subject very nicely led into without without even without even trying and that was my current affairs subject my current affairs is about as current affairs easier. no mine is actually not well I don't know it's a current affairs story based on the fact that my brother spent the weekend in Ackle he loves diving he loves yeah. snorkeling 
he's a he's a the Aquaman, um, and has marine life related tattoos and um, is is a, a dude basically. He's like a does he have dude. a dolphin on him? He has a shark. Okay, he's a bit more hardcore. Okay. <laughs> he has a lot of different types of marine life. Right. One of which is a is a shark that's the closest to a dolphin he's got. Um, no, he does not have a dolphin on his lower back. Um, shark on the ribs. It's actually very cool. Is it in the shape of jaws? It's so it's what is it? It's it's a, a turtle, but it's made up of about ten different types of fish. It's really cool. They're all swimming together to form this huge shark turtle. The shark is the or is it a ray? I don't know. I need to, I need to look at my brothers. Okay. Anyway, it's very it's some kind of really cool intricate tattoo he got because he's deep and meaningful and has outdoor um, adventures. But he was swimming or something off the coast of Ackle, a couple of hundred meters off the shore, yeah. and was met by a basking shark a huge basking shark and also an orca which is amazing so i just was looking up sea life related stories this week and we had a west cork man who overcame cold waters jellyfish stings and strong currents to become the first person to complete the 40k swim from baltimore harbor to fastnet rock lighthouse and i'm uh, ripping this off or yeah. steve redmond he is 54 and he was in the water for 15 hours 35 minutes and that's kind of amazing and he said that we have the best waters in the world. It was like death by a thousand strokes as jellyfish stung him in the head and in the nose and the tongue and everything. But he saw minka whales and humpback whales from Baltimore Harbour to Fastnet Rock Lighthouse. Right, right. First person ever Out to do it. in the Atlantic. And he's, he's got another record. He's a couple of other records, I think. So he's like a big deal. But Would he... we have played them when we were on the radio? <laughs> boom, <laughs> boom. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to lighten the things up there, kids. <laughs> Um, yeah, jellyfish. Jellyfish were the ones that got him. But he was—he was—he uh, gave a very emotional interview to, I think it was Morning Ireland, and talking all about his swim and talking about how our our amazing waters are phenomenal. The waters between between Cork and Northern Ireland, just incredible. There you go. We have amazing water, full of incredible marine life. So staycation, go out, go out looking for whales. I presume when you were over in Clare swimming, you did not uh, encounter any sharks or anything like that. I was in Lahinch Beach and I encountered a lot of novice surfers or grommets, I believe they're called. I don't know. I could be making that up. Um, grommets. They. Uh, you, you need to ask your brother, obviously, <laughs> to, for the correct terminology. <laughs> Hang ten, dude. <laughs> um, no, I'm not. I'm not cool. But I, um, I had a great time. It was more of a splash than a swim because Lahinch is that. It's that sort of. It takes ages to get really deep. Right. So you don't want to go too deep because you're really far out. So it was a kind of a splash and a swim and a half hour jumping over the waves and having the crack. For anyone that is following the Al Swimsuit Challenge, I haven't been near <laughs> anywhere near water uh, this week. I'm hoping maybe what? next week uh, to... Uh, and, and Mel, who, who works with us here, one yes. of the producers, Mel says, you need to record it. You need to do it on your phone when you're getting into the sea. <laughs> Just last week, Neve was talking about uh, her swimming and I said I haven't been swimming in Ireland for a long time, but I will go for a walk on the beach and I will get into the sea. So Mel said, record it so you can play it and Al thought that the 40 foot was a nudist spot someone asked me to go there last night I said no <laughs> no, no I will not absolutely I'm not, not taking off my clothes for anybody <laughs> not for at least 30 euro um, so uh, I, I have a waterproof phone if you want to borrow it and go and record yourself get into the water <laughs> mine is too but I have it a, the, the, uh, yeah, it's secure. smashed oh, okay, so, okay. Uh, it's, uh, sorry mine was Mine is, and uh, yeah, you go and record yourself jumping in. So that's your current affairs. <laughs> I actually thought your brother's story was a better one. 
Um, current affairs is, yes, Steve Redmond, 54, alone in the water for 15 hours, 35 minutes. He had a great support team. He must have had a boat there swimming. beside him. because yeah. yeah. So he had his support team and he had his skipper, Kieran Collins, and he said, once you have people like that, you can't fail. And he had his team, but he was on his own, basically in the water doing his mad swim. Okay, briefly, let's get back to your brother. Yes. He saw basking sharks and orca. And an orca, yeah. Was now, he, he, he was just out surfing. He was out doing some kind of swim thing or snorkel thing. Right. And he, I mean, you couldn't mistake an orca for anything else. And did he say to anybody, you're going to need a bigger boat? He wouldn't because he's not as hilarious as you are. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reference from the 70s for anybody who, who uh, doesn't know what we're talking about. I'll tell da, you what. Yeah, exactly. Da, we da, stick it da, on, the, da. on the Twitter. <laughs> One of my favourite films And we're going to get to Great that Great film Oh um, Culture Culture Actually do you want to do Your culture first There's no Olympics This year Is that culture That's culture okay. It's sports culture So we're going to have Olympics next year In okay. Tokyo Possibly can, can I just make something Very clear Yes uh, We're very people, loose The two people <laughs> The two people sitting here In this studio Are probably two of the least Sporty people I know Oh yes Absolutely So you're bringing up the Olympics for us to talk about. Yes, I'm okay. bringing up the Olympics. I give it a go. And I'm bringing up the Olympics because it does uh, go back to something that I would be more interested in, which is history, which okay. is my favourite sport. Are we back in Gothic times by any chance? We're not. We are. We're pretty close. We okay. are. We are actually in, in Gothic see, times. That Masters is coming <laughs> yeah. in. Coming in pretty handy now. Born in 1886, a gentleman from Kildare named Thomas Kniff was a world-renowned athlete mm-hmm. and never made it to the Olympic Games because he went pro right before his chance would have happened. But he did lots of amazing things and we don't really hear about him. But He's not Eamon Coughlin, is he? He's not. I'm trying to get the stats here. He did. A, he, he was basically this Irish dude who went out and won all this stuff. <laughs> and that's the technical term because I'm sporty. Oh so God. he, in 1891, he reduced the American mile record to four minutes... Oh man, this is sorry. This and now article. we go over to Neve for the sport. Well, somebody's won a load of stuff. Well, thanks very much, Neve. We're back with the weather after. Four this. minutes twenty-one seconds. Here we go. And then ran it in four minutes seventeen point eight seconds two years later. And he's got a load. He held a load of records till about fifty years after he died. And it was it was a big a big deal at the time. He even made it into Ulysses. James Joyce referenced him as a local sporting hero. And he was not maybe. Your typical runner. He was, um, he possessed rather a big body, apparently, standing five feet tall, weighing 127 pounds in running condition. He had a large capacity for vital organs. His arms were noticeably stout for a distance runner. He moved with a light, springy action that took him over the ground without giving the impression that any effort was being used. So he was really famous at the time. Um, and yes, a, a little dude who made a big splash, and he says, This is all coming from RTE yeah, also. Yeah. I can see you did a load, load, load of research for this today. A ton yeah. of research, but I read that article because I just happened to read it and I thought that was really cool. And he says, I have often thought the secret of my success to a great extent lies in the fact that I punished myself more than other men. I go the first quarter on my speed. By the time I reach half, I'm getting quite weary. At the three-quarter pole, I feel dead to the world, but I go another quarter because I have to. He was the Matt Talbot, if you will, of sports. I don't know what that is. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. 
<laughs> uh, Matt Talbot was was a ultra Catholic back in the, the I think the late 1900s, early or, or whenever. But he used to wear things like um, barbed wire in order to show. Oh uh, right, know. wasn't that sort of Opus Dei type? Yeah, but he, yeah that, that you, of, you get the idea. Yeah, Da Vinci Code. That's, <clears throat> yeah, that's where I get my references the, from. Well, well, there's there that was a reference for for all the teenagers who will obviously know. The teenagers it. will know because exactly. they're big big with the youth. So but, let me just get this straight. Yes. So the cult, your culture thing was something you just happened to read about sport yeah. on rte.ie. Yeah. Sports culture, you might say. Okay, so we need to change <laughs> the second bit to culture stroke sports. Yeah, well, I feel like the sports people should get a look into just because I don't understand it. It doesn't mean that <laughs> they won't. But this gentleman kind of had a, a mysterious death. He died in the Philippines, so he was in the Spanish-American War. So he'd gone to America to, to do all of his mad running because he, yeah. was, he was deadly, obviously. And he was found drowned in the river and his mystery was possibly, possibly met. Uh, his, his end was possibly met by mysterious and foul means as he was an excellent swimmer. So he died in 1912, which would have made him very young. <laughs> I don't like sports, but I really don't like math. So born in 1886, you do the maths. I'm not. I'm not getting paid enough for that. 24 plus two, 26. That's pretty young. Yeah, that's good maths. That's what you're here for. Thank you. At least I know my place. <laughs> I presume you'll do a little bit more research before next week. No. Oh no! I'll, I'll read, read the RT website. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was that, great. It's in, your, it's in Ulysses. But Ulysses is culture. You do that for work anyway. You might read something else and take it in from somewhere else. It was in Ulysses. I will That's then. a book. It is a book. It's a book and a half. I'll give you that much. Yeah. I'll have you read, read it many times? I have. Well, I did a, I did an English Obviously degree, you did. so I did read it for college, and I enjoyed I it. I think I had a go at Ulysses. I, I, I definitely tried Dubliners and found it very difficult. Um, I, I love the I love the lengthy sentence and I just I, I like I like James Joyce an awful lot no I couldn't couldn't manage it but that's you know, fair enough exactly I'm not as learned as you no I think in, you need a helping way. hand in either it appeals to you or it doesn't and if yeah. it doesn't you need a helping hand you need someone to, to say read this this is what it this is no I, why I, it's I don't important. particularly want that I, I don't, don't do care it. that it's important it's it doesn't appeal to me don't do it if it doesn't appeal to me I, I, again I gave it a try just to yeah. see no, not for me don't can't bend. be bothered do not because bend I'll never get pressure. that time back yes do not let anyone convince exactly. you to read Ulysses ever I could be watching a documentary on BBC4 instead excellent uh, excellent choice culture I think well I think mine is well maybe it's just as I was going to say as bad as yours you maybe mine is better than mine <laughs> it possibly is we'll wait and see I'm uh, a sporting legend Yes, tied into, that we all know about. No, actually, to be fair, in right? Ulysses. Yeah, as, and I've said it before, when you listen <laughs> to this, you do learn stuff, whether you want to or not. Whether you want to or you don't. It may not be accurate, but... I'm sure it is accurate. You probably wrote it for <laughs> RTW. Yeah, anyway. Q Magazine is closed down. I do not understand the relevance of this. Do you, are you familiar with the magazine at all? No. It's a pop magazine that started up in the in the 1980s, but it was a kind of a serious pop magazine. Okay. So the two of the guys who wrote were in wrote for Smash Hits oh, set up I know this. Smash Hits. Well, only this was a bit more a bit more appealing to the the serious the more serious muso. Okay. It was very good. It was a great magazine. I used to used to get it all the time during the 90s. Haven't got it in years, but but I wasn't even aware that it was still there to be perfect. You're honest. the reason it closed down. Well, exactly. I haven't bought it in in 20 years. Um, who reads magazines? 
I loved magazines and I always thought I wanted to work in magazines and everything I've ever wanted to work in has kind of closed down in the last while. I don't know anyone who buys magazines. This is the problem. I don't know anyone who and buys I, magazines. And I think even and newspapers are on the way out as well. I think people are, are, are greatly, uh, you know, exaggerating their demise. They'll be there for, for longer than people think. We, we, as part of the work in here, we always got newspapers every day. Since March, whatever it was, 11th, um, the day after, because we we always bought the Indo, the Times, the Examiner, and we rotated the others because of uh, part of the work that that, that, uh, this company does is PR. So the people need to watch and see what's in the papers and whatever. Um, We started, we subscribed the day after to all of them. So now we're on the subscription. So we don't. Uh, we don't have it's, it's cheaper um, some of them are complaining that they don't have the physical newspaper there and I can understand that yes um, but I mean I've had the Sunday Times app on my phone for years or the, the Times and the, and, and the Sunday Times it's brilliant yeah I, I really do not read any newspapers physically at all now I find it a real luxury if my parents have the Sunday Times or something they have something there and you get to sit down and read all the articles that you wouldn't bother reading online that you might flick through and you get something out of them I think I think if you had the actual app itself because yes. the, it's okay. because it's set up differently but it's you still get the paper in a very very easy readable okay. style um, I'll show it to you afterwards actually it's really it's really, really good listen to be fair we work for those people in in the uh, in just to just to, to say it to say um, which <laughs> which is probably why I, I had the app for so long but it is really good but also, we obviously now have the Irish Times and the Indo and the other ones. They're they're good as well. But um, I just think, uh, you know, people are not buying magazines as much, obviously, yeah. with Q closing down. I, I know very few people who read magazines anymore. I can't believe it because I always thought I'd be a magazine person. That was what I specifically set out to be when I was a teenager. Yeah, but things change. Things change, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how they continue to change. I suppose the, my friends who would have bought magazines now get it all from Instagram. Yeah. They, whatever they want to see, or if they want it, they can get it on 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 the net somewhere. But I mean, somewhere. go go back uh, when, when when I started this this game, you know, in nineteen seventy nine, actually. Um, you know, I thought radio would go on forever. Radio, while it's still there and it still has a massive audience, podcasts have. Podcasts. have I mean, they're narrow casting. Yep. They don't have the same huge audiences that radio have individually, but uh, put together, they certainly do. Yeah. I would love to have a radio station made up of all my favorite podcasts, which I know you can do when you listen to it. But I'd love if, I'd love if there was a radio, if there was a radio station that just played out all of my stuff with music. Yeah, that and that—that's the issue with podcasts, and that's why we, yes. like, when we did this on the radio, we would interrupt our five-minute chats with a yeah. with a with a great song. Here's another song. Exactly, we can't do it on a podcast <laughs> because you got to buy the rights for the song. The latest and song on a, on a radio. Exactly, that's it. Uh, you got to buy the rights for the song, and that costs yes. about ten grand per song, and we can't do that. If you're a radio station, you just get yes. a blanket a blanket thing. So I do miss that that having radio on in the background and semi listening, whereas a podcast, I listen, listen. Yeah, yeah. But I liked I like that bit of company in the background. As you do, wild card. Wild card. Do you want to go first or will I? No, I won't actually. We're, we're slightly over time, and I, I can cut mine down. Um, I thought okay. we were behind. I was mistiming me. I do apologise. Well, I wasn't timing at all, so no. you win. Uh, my wild card is frustrated in lockdown. Send your scream to Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> Iceland's tourist board says we've been through a lot, and we need the perfect place to let our screams out. It's basically taking the idea of scream therapy. And this is this is a real article. This is from Sky News. 
Um, <laughs> so it's real. So you know that yes, it's real. Yes, but was it Sky News like at three minutes to the top of the hour when it's either a dog has fallen off a tree somewhere or else that's it's screen kind of therapy news. is really interesting, isn't it? Well, that's the kind of news that I used to, <laughs> to yeah. go with. The dog tail transplants. So you've been through a lot this year. It looks like you need the perfect place to let your frustrations out. Somewhere big, vast and untouched. It looks like... You need Iceland. So you can basically record your scream, send it to Iceland, pick where you want it to be broadcast, and Iceland Tours Board will play your scream out at like a waterfall or a peninsula. They will play your scream out and you can scream all over the country and that will alleviate your worries and your stress. And I love the face that you're giving me right now. (laughs) Yes. Um, but it's, you know, scream therapy or primal therapy is a thing. Iceland is the home of Björk, who is known for that kind of singing. Um, yeah. That mad album that she did with just just voice only, which is amazing. Like, it's hard to... She's an interesting character. She's, She's an great interesting music. character. I, I don't know yes. what to say about this now. Yeah, you can, you can if, you, if you have some problems, you can, you can keep you can them scream. all up. And you can scream at Iceland. Take it out on Iceland. Take it out on the They're fjords or fault. whatever. Do they have fjords? They do now. They Take do. It out on the fjords. Are they on the on the green list? So you can probably travel and maybe scream hear there. your scream hear coming your out. Scream at you. Would you like to hear your scream at you from? from would you like to scream at yourself in Iceland? No. Okay, <laughs> I'll scream at you for here for free from here. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. There's one one way to do it. Well, I have actually screamed because my I have a I have a laptop that doesn't that switches itself off midway through working on stuff at least once a day and so I have actually screamed into a pillow on multiple occasions during lockdown that's, that's your been, Mac is it yeah and it's just it just flicks off every now and then which is which is really heartbreaking would you not send it back to Mr. Apple and get him to fix it well I'm, I'm contacting them today so I don't know how to <laughs> because I just need like if I don't have it yeah. I'm not I need it I can't do anything without do. it and I couldn't go in anywhere to get it fixed because there was nowhere that was open until very recently mm-hmm. so it's just been a source of do they of not fix them horror. for a lifetime how long have you got it 2016 oh, okay four years old I thought I thought Apple I don't I don't have an iPhone I don't have a Mac um, I thought they, they were supposed to be very good at fixing these things even their after service was supposed to be very good. Possibly is. You possibly have to buy the after service. Which I, I could be totally buy. wrong. Yes. <laughs> I could be totally wrong. Um, and I'm no representative for Apple. Also, computers make me feel sick because I don't understand how to fix them. And anything that I can't control makes me feel inherently ill. So because I have issues. But um, I need to, yeah, I need to contact somebody else to, to figure it out. Which And the whole, the whole music and the, oh man, going through the whole rig and roll. So that, that's ahead of me today. Welcome to Apple. Press <laughs> one for... What is your name? I do a lot of those. For nut. Yeah, I exactly. for India. Oh. Yes. Uh, right. Uh, N right. for nut. No, it's not a second N. It's an M. N for nut. Oh. Um, so you know, so contacting a helpline. Niava. Yeah. <laughs> Niame. Mm. So contacting a helpline is um, top top three least favorite things to do in life. Yeah. Contacting anyone's helpline. That's see, no disrespect to Apple. You see, that would have been a good thing for a wild card. Screaming at a at a waterfall in Iceland. <laughs> I think that's gas. <laughs> People have spent money doing this. They've set up this thing where you can scream. They'll take your screams. That's mad. And that's why you're <laughs> Neve McManus. Um, I, I have two things here for Wildcard. I'm going to go with the one I think I can do quickest. Okay. Um, the Quiet Man. Yes, not you. No, no, no. The film. Are, very good. Yes, Maureen uh, O'Hara. Maureen O'Hara. Sean Thornton. 
uh, <clears throat> I don't do a good John Wayne, but that was John Wayne. Um, John Wayne, Maureen O'Hara. It was released yesterday in 1952, 68 years ago. I was going to say it wasn't released yesterday. You've, no. just, you've just missed out on 70 years of upcoming. Exactly. And we do this on this day every day on, on the uh, Twitter, on the at Look at Podcast. Um, and I didn't put that one up. I didn't cop it until yesterday. I was looking for something else and happened to see that. It's a great old movie. Are you are you familiar with it? I have been in and around the area, which Down I'm in Kong. Yeah, Kong a lot, mm. and I have seen the film as a youngster. Yeah, and I love that it's still everywhere all over Kong. I love that it's still. It's still the, the big it's, deal. It's great. It's very, it's just a really, really good old movie. And it's got all the old Irish actors in it. And, you know, a bit of the old diddly eye. Ah, the, the, the train is due on Tuesday, so it'll be here on, on Thursday afternoon, maybe. I haven't seen it in so long. It's it's just a great old movie. Um, what is your favourite movie? Um, my f- The greatest movie ever made was The Last Unicorn. But that has... <laughs> Jeff Bridges okay. and Mia Farrow it's great but I decided that when I was about three and I've stuck to it since then that's fair enough I love the Marilyn Monroe's I really love them I love Some Like, Some it, like hot. it Hot that is a very I love good How to Marry a Millionaire mm. I should have taken note I like Gentlemen Prefer Blondes yeah inaccurate but I love them I think they're really really great fun fact about Maureen O'Hara yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm right in saying this she was born on my road she was born in Renly yeah yes I think you're right and we might cut that out because we don't want people stalking you yeah <laughs> She was born in Ranelagh, yes, she was born where I live. She was, and <laughs> she she was quite a regular visitor to Ireland. Was she? She was. Lovely. Um, she only died like a couple of years ago. A couple she of was, years ago. Yeah, she was like yeah. nearly 100, I think. There was a mass when she died, locally, and uh, a load of my neighbours went to the, to the mass. The, there's a good, a reasonably good documentary on Sky that I saw about her, uh, Discovering Maureen O'Hara, and it's really, you know, just she was quite a feisty uh, fighter in in Hollywood, she wasn't was a she? woman who would who would put up with rubbish. Really, yeah, amazing. Except for from from the director John, uh, what's his name, John Houston. She seemed to put up with rubbish from him, but she was she was very 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 good. That's a good documentary, but that was a great old movie. I'd love to see that. Um, in terms of recent films, what do I think has been great? Have you seen Green Book? The Green Book. Green Book. Recent movies. Recent movies. Well, that was in the last two years or so. No, that was one of my favorite films from the last two years. I think that film is sensational. Yeah. You should go and watch that film Again I, I'm, I'm at an age Where the idea Of sitting down And watching something For an hour and a half Really doesn't appeal I think I said to you We did this on the radio I saw it yesterday Because I thought I might be interested yes. In the Beatles And that's an hour and a half I'm never going to get back You know I wouldn't have sent you To yesterday No I, I, I wouldn't have sent, have sent me sent, Yeah I know I, But but it was It was the Beatles thing That sold yeah. me on it And it was a nice idea I just think They I, I think It just wasn't executed Brilliantly I'm going to buy you The DVD of and I haven't bought DVDs in years of Green Book. Okay, and you're gonna like. You it. know I won't watch it. Yeah, but you're gonna you're gonna by osmosis you're gonna take it in a bit. No, okay. If I had to pick who's a in film it, the Marx Brothers you, or someone, Vigo. Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> so it's a young fella called Viggo Mortensen, and um, I'm gonna have to check. I'm gonna have to check out who was actually in it. That's okay. terrible. That's anybody terrible. anybody That's else terrible. I know, I'll tell you. We'll yes. do that, and we will leave it there yeah. for this week. If you want to get in touch, it's look at l o o k i t at uniquemedia.ie. Uh, we're on Twitter at Look at Podcast. I'm Al Dunn. I'm Neve McManus. Um, and we leave it there. And we'll see you next week. Hope you enjoyed the week. Bye. Look at 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 Look at